Hey, 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 yes, you are in the right place. This is a Yup podcast, but just a quick shout out to Norway. Hey, you are putting the Yup podcast on the map. Yes, Yup, I got you. It's trending in Norway. Hey, Norway, thank you. You other countries listening out there, hey, put me on the map. Hey, and then a quick shout out for my brother, Mike Baldwin, who has a new endeavor. That is IceCreamGraphics.com, where you find totally original cool graphics. They are dead on for what you want. So go visit Mike Baldwin at icecreamgraphics.com. So I, and then the word scream, then graphics, then .com. You know how to find it. Yes, I screwed it up before, but this is a new and better day. Whack, 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 podcast just going <laughs> beyond the boundaries but hey it's for you and if it helps you and it benefits you i'm all about it or you can pass it on to somebody else and this one you'll probably be like definitely tom this is for somebody else right this definitely isn't for me because yeah uh, and uh no i don't want to shake your hand <laughs> hey welcome to the yup podcast hey all you newbies out there i am tom baldwin i so appreciate you joining us here and this faithful listening audience these group of high performers. I so appreciate you. You are the best looking people out there. As you look at yourself, just smile because you deserve a thumbs up. And let me just say good job and thank you. Hey, this podcast is 100% sponsored. Well, not 100% because there are many of you that are gracious with your gifts, mostly sponsored by Tom Baldwin. So if you would like to donate and support me in some fashion because you're grateful for this or you're just like, hey, we definitely need a week opposing view on and you definitely represent that. So we're, I'm, I'm going to support you for that fact. You can go to yup.solutions and do that. If you just hate what I have to say, please email me and tell me very explicitly how you feel at 406 big t at gmail.com and if you're of the other opinion that's always appreciated too and uh, uh i'm on pandora you know pandora has a podcast platform now and you can give thumbs up thumbs down always appreciate a thumbs up and an apple podcast uh a five-star rating would be great so hey today yes we are broaching the topic of masturbation and uh yeah, boy, does that not follow like cultural norms where it's taboo, then it's not taboo, and then it's sort of taboo, and then it's trendy. And we are definitely in that stage, especially with the rise and the access of pornography, especially in the male realm. And I'm not really sure in the female realm because pornography never like shows a true, a true portrayal of like what's going on. And so are all you women out there just, yeah, like the guys, you know, wee, 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 wee. I, I don't know, supposedly culture's changing, but I am a guy, and so I can speak to the guys, and I understand some of what goes on around this, and I can maybe speak to some things that you've been experiencing, because yes, I was a teenager, and when I was a young adolescent, I remember like doing that for the first time and not even knowing what I was doing, just because the hormones were starting to rage, and so it is a natural part of life, you know? I remember, and, and then it's like your pubic hair shows up, and if your parents aren't on the scene, and so I encourage you parents, be on the scene. What I mean by that is start having the conversation early that this is going to happen and you're going to expect this and this thing that you have, son, 
it will just like kind of shoot up like a kickstand without any knowledge of that. And that, you know, when you, you like try to pat it down and stuff, you're going to be, ooh, that feels good. It's part of the design of the hormones that are in there for what the gift it will become in the future. But there is so much guilt and shame over, I don't know, at least there has been in the past. And maybe that is culturally changing, but not having that conversation with your kids, I think is a disservice because it is a great gift and it is for pleasure and is for enjoyment and explaining what is happening and, you know, how things that you can do to deal with that. And so, yes, I have some experience. And yes, as an early age, I was exposed to a pornography, not what has been in this era, as unfortunately, all you parents out there that are listening, probably your kids have been too. And it kind of really doesn't matter what home you're in. You just kind of have to assume that they have. For one, you probably haven't had the conversation early enough. You think it was early, but it was probably already three years too late. So if you have kids that are younger, start talking as soon as they can understand you in the terms that they can understand you. I started with my kids at the dinner table to the chagrin of my wife. She didn't appreciate it, but they would ask like, dad, where do babies come from? And I would tell them very literally that a man puts his penis in a woman's vagina and there's semen that goes in. They're like, whoa, whoa. Okay. That's enough information. You know, they're like at the table going, well, I should never ask that question, but I want the truth always to come from myself. And so I'm going to answer my kids. And so in different seasons, they can handle different aspects of that. And I think for the most part in my family, because I am a redneck and I do screw up and I've made mistakes that my kids kind of knew what to expect as far as things coming around. So there wasn't necessarily that surprise, but most kids and especially most boys, because when they start having those hormones and, you know, they see girls and they feel attracted, there's just a natural desire to know what that looks like. Now I've heard some argue and I don't think this is the best idea, but you just take them and show them, you know, on a porn site. I just know the addictive nature and the misinformation that's there and how things are portrayed there is just, it is so wrong. And it just, you know, what we're doing at this young age, we're training and part of adolescence is self-control. And you're just like, yo, you're just a religious zealot. No, because if you are in any kind of business, you appreciate people that have self-control because when they're in their store, they don't just decide to pull their pants down and urinate on the table that you're serving them. You appreciate a certain amount of self-control. And so as kids, learn to tame those fires within them as our hormones grow. And part of that is for us as parents, they can begin to teach them and that there is an appropriate time for releasing that. And we may differ on opinion when that time is, but I believe when it's in the long-term relationship, when they find that person and you're just like, well, they should sleep together to know they're compatible. Baloney. You know, the things fit. And if they don't with the little lube and stuff, they're going to fit and they're going to figure it out. You're just like, dude, you're so crass. Well, it's true. And I have seen the most mismatched pairs of people, like literally somebody that's five foot and somebody that's almost seven, have a fantastic relationship. So there's no reason to try it out beforehand where there's a will and there's a love, specifically a love, there's a way. And so, yes, as a young person, I had experience with this. I was exposed to pornography. So yes, as a young person, and it's probably good, I didn't have an outlet <coughs> via another female because, you know, I probably would have got myself in more trouble than I did. But, and I, when I was young, it was because this is a struggle for pretty much every teenager. I'm, I'm just going to say it. And parents, you can be in denial, but 
that's all you are. You're in denial. If you have a young man, if he isn't having sex, he is probably struggling with this. And so it is good to get educated. It's good to know. And it's actually good to talk about it because talking about it eases some of that tension because with masturbation, there's a lot of interesting side effects that come into play. And one of them specifically for a young person is an incredible amount of shame. And I don't know why, whatever tradition that you're raised in, it doesn't seem to matter unless you've totally been desensitized, which happens, but you do it, it feels really good. And then there's a lot of shame afterwards. There's a lot of remorse. There's a lot of self-condemnation. And that leads to this kind of performance thing. Well, I'm not going to do it, but your hormones are raging. And if you engaged in pornography, then you have an addiction going on. And it's kind of, it is one of those wells that you wait to open it up because once it's open, it wants to pour out in that habit. And I've, I've read about, I personally don't have this kind of stamina but men and young men that masturbate up to 12 times a day, I can't imagine that. But the addiction and the addiction to pornography and then the need to increase stimulation. And by the way, if you guys don't know about this, there's been a number of TED Talks about pornography and those individuals that have been addicted to it. And then along with that, because along with viewing pornography, masturbation just comes into play because men like to make it real. And so why just look at it when you can make it, well, semi-real, right? Not really but semi-real, that that kind of exposure in short seasons, so we're talking maybe six months to a year, that's, that's probably a lot of porn, but leads to men losing their ability to get an erection and have, yes, an enjoyable experience. And the way that they get that back is they quit their viewing because pornography desensitizes you. Now, the other thing that masturbation does, so you feel that shame, and I think that's like, I think that whether it's evolutionary or creation, I think that is a design input because what it does is said, this is the wrong path. It's like a sign that says you're going the wrong direction, turn around or a GPS that says reroute. Okay. The world's not over. You're not going off a cliff yet, but turn around because this is the wrong path. Okay. Because there is a wonderful path because masturbation, yes, it is self-fulfillment, which leads, and I talked about this in previous podcasts, the selfish kind of attitude, the self kind of entitlement I am entitled to, and masturbation is definitely not an orgasm. It is just an ejaculation in women. Yes, there is some release, but not like the full experience. And so, yes, there is some fulfillment, but it's really cheap and it's really not the full desire. And it, and it is this thing that it short circuits us building the skills and the techniques and the ability to go out and build a relationship with another person, connect with that person, fall in love with that person, engage and commit to that person, then create a safe place with that person to experience the fullness, which is sort circuited in a little like three minute session with yourself. And it is so not fulfilling because if you've had mind blowing orgasmic sex. I mean, to the point where it's like, yeah, you're just, you're just like a wet noodle. You literally kind of need a day or two break because you are so satisfied. You are so full that it's, yeah, it's like you were just out of smorgasbord and you cannot like enjoy another morsel. 
So masturbation, it's like you're done. You get that build up again. You need another hit because it wasn't what was designed. Whether you believe in evolution or creation, it wasn't. And so masturbation is a short circuit and you will experience in your life because you will begin to become very impatient. And so as you try to build a relationship, you're so used to short circuiting things that you don't have the skill and the perseverance and the stamina to go long term because all you have to do is find a little closet, pull your zipper down and you just you can get it versus building a relationship dating getting married showing affection and touch without sexual touch you know engaging in conversation and, and for you and okay i'm talking from experience because i've been here and it really is a struggle that everyone has except for those that lie and there are a lot of those and especially dark psychology because they're all posers and so once you admit you did it they'll never admit they did it even though they're probably still doing it because they're always about manipulating and maneuvering themselves. You know, it is now that I'm the place I am in my life and I've left control behind, man, there's a lot of freedom in being real and being able to share experiences that we all share, but we're afraid to talk about. Okay. I have no need to be in a higher position or leverage or believe, have you believe that I'm more virtuous than I am? You know, if there's a screw up, I've done it. Okay. The point is, and probably it is to my benefit that I learn and I apply. And so this life that I live right now is pretty freaking great. Is it perfect? No, because yes, I still do screw up. And the whole reason I'm talking about this subject, because I know how much trouble it can bring into a life and how much this can prevent a healthy relationship. You cannot believe the number of men out there that are married to beautiful, gorgeous, incredibly wonderful women that are addicted to pornography because they haven't learned those interpersonal skills because they found the cheap shortcut and they're not willing to put in the work for their beauty. Yes. And I don't necessarily know the other side and I can't necessarily speak to the other side. I think yes, probably women, yes, do masturbate and they have those sexual desires and I think the same outcome is true for men, but I'm going to speak to men and I'm going to stay in my realm of expertise here. And actually when I have done research and stuff, I haven't necessarily delved into that side and because I, I don't really know that, but for men, this is a shortcut. And this really is, it's like a, it's like a roadblock and a trap. And until you let this go and you're just like, how do I let it go? It's so addicting and pornography is so available your first step, okay, and this is going to sound silly, you're probably going to have to do it a bunch, but our words, and I've talked about the mechanics of reality, and I'm going to continue to go there, I'm going to continue to give you tools, I'm going to continue to give you examples on how to do this, but this is how you get out of it, and just know this is a long game, this isn't, isn't, isn't instantaneous, but something like this that you can personalize, I don't need this, and I don't want this, I want the real thing, I don't. This is polluting my body. And so as often as it comes up, you reaffirm what you really want. Okay. Will you lose some battles? Absolutely. You will, but you're going to win some for the first time. And you're going to begin to move towards the thing that really is going to fulfill you. That is really going to bring awesomeness and wonder into your life because I'm not here to poo-poo fun. I'm here to get you the most intense, the most pure adrenaline filled fun that is out there. And I, it is. And I, some of you are just going to have to take my word on it or maybe ask somebody, you know, ask an older couple that you see they have a really great relationship. And let me tell you, that is so few 
and far between. I see so many grumpy old men that they have beautiful wives that they should still be having mind-blowing sex with, and they probably haven't even affectionately touched this woman in years. So sad to me. It's like, man, we need older couples that model that. And if you can find one and you can sense it, because when you look at them, it's like they're 20 something and they're still dating. And if you've seen it, you know how freaking beautiful that is. It is awesome. And they're holding hands. They're still giving each other looks after 40, 50 years. It is amazing. You ask them and if, if they share with you and even if they smirky smile, you know there's some truth there and that's something you want. So this podcast episode, yes, the conclusion is not good for you. And just think you're shaking one of your peers, friends. Okay. If you're in that younger age group, although this is, man, this is permeating all the ages now. I think it used to kind of be a younger man thing, although I don't really know for sure. Cause this is like, you know, it's kind of taboo and there's all these Ted talks out there that tell you why you should masturbate and the benefits of masturbation. But everybody that does it realizes it pretty quick that the real thing's a lot better. Okay. Um, well, my phone's going off and I was just like, just envisioning this TED talk that I listened to where they talked about this. But Tom's conclusion is, yes, there is the skill, the learned things that you get from pursuing a real relationship and leaving the fake behind is wonderful. And that when you, you can shake your friend's hand in good conscience because it's like, no, I didn't just weep, 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 weep. And I hope you sanitized your hand. And so the good trick is that if you're right-handed, which hand do you use? usually the left. So if you shake the right hand, if they're right-handed, you're probably going to be good, but that's not always true. <laughs> so that's, that's just a bonus tip here in this episode. You're just like, wow, Tom probably will mark this episode explicit because yeah, although it would be really good for teenagers to listen to it. And if you have a young man or a young woman, good for them to listen and hear somebody's perspective that I've been through it. I've experienced it and had the chance to do it again. I would do it a hundred percent different because there is some mind blowing stuff out there. And that is for you. Okay. I'm just going to say, if you're listening to this and there's any thought that you don't deserve it, no, you do. You deserve to be fulfilled and share and give a wonderful experience to somebody else time and time again. Hey, go out there, pursue the genuine, experience the genuine, because why? I got you. I do. I got you. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Just some exit notes here. If uh, you're listening to this, you're listening to one of three podcasts. There are two other podcasts you might be interested in. So there is my Sanguine podcast. There is the Yup podcast and a podcast specifically designed for encouraging women of all ages. The Yes Women podcast. I just encourage you to go and try some more of Tom Baldwin's podcast.